We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu, waving high as always. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 107 for January 31, 2022. And our feature topic today is Disney movies, live action versus animated. We are going to take a look at um, the recent run of Disney movies that have had an animated version and they made a live action remake out of them and we're going to let you know which ones we like better and maybe even why i don't know maybe not but um <laughs> but anyway you know you know for me i have such low expectations for myself that i don't know if i'll have a why it might just be because so anyway Sometimes enough it's about just me feeling. enough about me um but first, we have some cheddar from the big cheese. And Sophie, I have something that you need to see. And you go ahead and um, talk about your first bit of cheddar. All right. And this is something that you showed me, I think, because you showed me the picture last night. Mm -hmm. But over at Disneyland, the late Disney legend Dave Smith and the founder of the Walt Disney Archives was honored with a window of his own. And we grabbed a picture of this to share with you. Oh, yay. Here you go. Nice. That is his window. And it says, New Century Historical Society, Dave Smith, Town Archivist. And I don't have my glasses on, so I can't remember the bottom part. <laughs> uh, very nice let me see if i can do this preserving protecting and presenting old fond memories of the past 
Yeah. Oh awesome. my goodness. And where is it? You showed me a picture of where it, it is. is. Um, I think it's over the virtuosity shop. I think it's over and the the fire station. No, not the fire station. It's hmm. it, but it's it's prominently displayed. So let me turn this off. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but it is so cool looking. Yay. And you know, um, the Walt Disney quote book that Brenda has was compiled by Dave Smith. And cool. mommy had always said that if she could be any job at Disney, she wanted to be the archivist because history is her jam. That's awesome. That would be Hi. a great job. You were right, Daddy. It is above the Fortuosity shop. So, but nice. anyway, it's such a cool honor, you know, and I'm so excited that his family got to see that, you yeah. know, he's yeah. he's not with us anymore, but I know that he's excited about it, too. Perhaps. Yeah. So. yeah, that's great. Here's the, um, here's the photo of where it is. It's right up there in the corner. Fortuosity nice. shop. Yeah. Curios and watches. That's very good. I'm very glad to know that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Brenda. Yeah. You want some Disney Cruise Line news? We haven't gotten any of that recently. Yes, yeah. please. Oh, no. Disney announced that they're going to have a Pixar Day at Sea on select sailings on the Disney Fantasy in 2023. Right now, it's set for January through March only 2023 but who knows if it goes well maybe they'll extend it yeah Ooh. maybe that I understand that you can like it'll be like a lot of the Pixar characters so like a boatload <laughs> really? I didn't even know that pun was going to come until I said it <laughs> that was great Oh, boy. I didn't realize that until after you started laughing. That's great. <laughs> That's because it's not a very good pun. <laughs> anyway, and I have an interesting bit of cheddar, and it's kind of ironic that it comes out while we're having this episode because um, it turns out that Disney is working on a live action version of the Aristocats. Ooh. And I'm just thinking, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> but what are your thoughts on it? I guess everyone knows my thoughts now. <laughs> I, I mean, personally cannot wait to see it. I guess. And and I, I imagine they don't do well with it because Disney does these things well. They don't do something poorly. That's true. Um, But I'm like, you know, I can go on the internet and find pictures of cats all day. So I don't know that I need a movie about it. But anyway, I'm what do I know? Well, yeah, it, but it's not just about the it. fact that they're cats. That's you true. can't go and find a picture of a bunch of cats playing jazz instruments all night. Well, that's true. And not usually. Yeah. So anyway. Like maybe the occasional piano, but. That's true. Cats don't usually um, have the right lip movement to play a trumpet <laughs> or saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Brenda's like, I don't know where this is going, and I'm, I'm ready to end it. 
All right. Well, I personally can't wait to see what they do with it. Yay. Well, I'll I'll watch it with you then, so. <laughs> so, we'll see. But anyway, that is all the cheddar we have for today and um and you know, we'll just see where it goes. But anyway, back to the main topic of the show, feature topic Disney movies live action versus animated. So, we're going to give our opinions on which we like better among the movies that have both an animated version and a live action version and the question i have for the listeners is do you agree with our choices so we went in chronological order starting with the movie maleficent which was released in 2014 and it is a live action remake of sleeping beauty from 1959 so yeah. Who wants to go first? Hmm. Sophie. Sophie All wants right. to go first. Okay. I'll go Good first. Okay. So then, I suppose I'm going to do it suspensefully, and I'm going to explain what I liked about which movie I'm, I am partial to, and you guys have to guess which movie I prefer. Okay. For me, I really liked the climax of this movie because it was it was not what a lot of people would have expected it to be. Maleficent. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now you know how hard it is on the Disney Stump the Soap segments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I really liked Maleficent. It the 1959 version of Sleeping Beauty, it is beautifully animated. Its colors are so pretty. And while a lot of people make the argument that the live action version cannot compete with it in that way, for me, it was the plot that did it for me with Maleficent because Sleeping Beauty is bland when it comes to that plot line. Meanwhile, you have this new version of the same story, but they've twisted it to be from the villain's point of view, and they've made her into not a villain, because honestly, why on earth would a with would an all-powerful fairy get upset just because she was not invited to a party? Yeah. That makes no sense. So the fact that they added on to her backstory, I love it a lot. And I love the way they turned her character around so that she was the one who woke up Aurora instead of Prince Philip. I just really liked the movie. Okay. Brenda? I'm with Sophie thoughts? all the way. Exactly the same reasons. Maleficent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I am too. And I'll tell you, um, I liked how the villain, the so-called villain in Maleficent wasn't the villain of that yeah. movie. You know, it was, well, who was it? The king and... King and, Stefan. Who Aurora's was really... Father. He was like the villain in that movie because of what he did to to really just turn her 
into yeah. kind of what she was. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like. She was more the hero than the villain. Yeah, she was the hero. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. Maleficent, the first Maleficent was definitely, to me, it was better than Sleeping Beauty. Although you're right, the animated. Yeah. The animation on the original is incredible And there's no way they could compete with that And I don't think they tried Because it's not an animated movie Yeah So All right So moving on So we've we've got unanimous Maleficent all the way Mm -hmm. All right So Brenda I'm going to ask you next To go (laughs) Cinderella in 2015 Versus the 1950 animated version well, for me, seeing the live action emotion of Cinderella did did it for me. Mm-hmm. She was just steadfastly sweet and courageous, and I I really really liked the live action Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sophie. Um, this one was extremely hard for me. I like a lot of things about both movies. But the live action Cinderella. There were just certain parts of it that were off to me. I, for me, and this is because Cinderella was arguably my favorite movie growing up. The fact that Lily James in the live action version of the movie had brown eyes, that just made her face off-putting to me as Cinderella. I couldn't quite get on board with it. I also was not a big fan of the blue dress. I really liked the original Cinderella's dress, and so I have to say that I preferred the animated version more. Okay. And it's also just because there's... I remember we were talking about how Walt was looking at the piece of animation that was for Cinderella's dress for transformation in the original one, and he was like, that, that is amazing. I don't quite remember what he said or sadly who drew that animation, but all I remember was Walt loved it and therefore I loved it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's, but I that's did all like... well said, Sophie. And that's, yeah. you know, and way to draw it back to Walt. Yeah. I did like, however, in the live action version, there are tidbits of a song that were not in the original one, and that is called Lavender's Blue, Lavender's Green. That is an old Sherman Brothers song that they that included song. in the live action that was not in the original, and I like that nod to the Sherman Brothers. Dang. Look yeah. at this. Look at this, Brenda. We got research Sophie gone. Oh, I'm no, I just you. knew that. I didn't research that at all. Well, and I have to say that her eye color didn't bother me at all because I was actually yeah. lost in Kit's eyes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's very fair. I do like that they gave the prince a personality. 
<laughs> well, for me, I'm going to go with live action. And the reason I'm going with the live action is because of one quote that Cinderella's mom is attributed with. And she said, have courage and be kind. And that will get you through life. And there have, I don't think there have been a truer five word sentence ever spoken. You know, there's times when things get you down. And if you have courage and you're kind to others, then you're going to do so much better than than if you aren't and the world could learn a ton from cinderella's mother amen yeah so so i love that and i love that part about it um but i you know i agree i love i love how the fairy godmother transforms her in the animated movie mm-hmm. and it, it, there's just so much it's a really close thing but that quote is what tipped it over for me. So nice. So yeah. that's why. So all right, Daddy, your so turn I'm going to go first. first. My turn to go first. Okay. Yep. So we are looking at the Jungle Book 2016 versus the 1967 animated version, and this one actually is really hard for me Mm. but i do have a choice and i'll tell you why it's hard but i'm going with the animated version for two reasons well no not two reasons really one reason um you know this this sap of a dad is very much a romantic when it comes to all sorts of things (laughs) And there is zero romance in the Jungle Book. But there is that point at the very end where he is going back into the village and he sees the girl and he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, <laughs> and 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 she and she kind of blinks her eyes and he's like, OK, I'm good. I'll stay in the village now. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I don't remember that happening in the live action version. But it's a but it was close though as far as as far as which I like because I loved Bill Murray as Baloo. Yeah. You know? He he and now maybe I'm getting it wrong. Hopefully it's Bill Murray. But um it was such a great it was such a great job with that character. So so anyway, but I'm giving the nod to the animated version. All right, that you know what that is very fair. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sophie? I have to agree with you with the animated version, but personally, I have many different reasons. Okay. And my reasons actually align more with Mommy's versions because she's made it clear she prefers the animated version to the live action. And her reasons 
our reasons are that the live action version of it was super dark. And honestly, there were bits of the live action movie that scared me as a teenager when I was seeing this because I was 15 when this movie came out. Oh my goodness. I know. Isn't that crazy how long ago it was? Oh. Anyway, yeah. Feeling old. <laughs> Not really. No, I was just... It still scared me a bunch that this movie was super, super dark. And... Uh -huh. eh, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. I did like the final battle scene where it was Mowgli versus Shere Khan. I liked the way it looked and I liked how a lot of it, there were certain details that were different from the animated version versus the live action. And the biggest one I think was the red flower, also known as fire. It was far more prominent in the live action version of the movie. Yeah, it but was. Still, that movie was super dark. It was scary, even. Baloo was turned from this fun loving bear more into a con artist, and that's just not right. And Ka, the python, that giant snake. <laughs> I usually love snakes. Mommy does not understand why I love snakes. Neither does Daddy. But if they're not venomous and they will not bite me, and they can be kept as pets, then why not? I love them. Ka is danger beyond belief. Ka is scary. And the fact that it was played by Scarlett Johansson only attests to Scarlett Johansson's character. Okay. She is dangerous. <laughs> Okay. Well, I got it. You like the animated better? The animated was less scary and more good-natured. Okay. Brenda. Same. Animated was just much more playful and Disney to me. Yeah. I don't know. Also, Baloo was voiced by Phil Harris. Phil Harris. Okay. Was Bill Murray? I'm pretty sure Bill Murray was like Mushu in Mulan or something. I swear. I'm, no, that was Eddie Murphy. Know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was Eddie Murphy, yeah. <laughs> no, Bill Murray was the guy from Ghostbusters. Right. I know, but I could have sworn he was in. I'll anyway. look him up later. Anyway, note to self if anyone wondering, Mike knows nothing, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Sophie. Yep. Beauty and the Beast live action versus animated. I'm going with the live action one for Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Why? Emma, there are many reasons. My favorite has to be probably the addition of the Beast's song. And many other songs in oh, the that song um, is gorgeous. Yeah, because there are many songs in the live action that were not in the original one. Mm -hmm. I like the way they redid 
the ones that were from the original, but just this, how does a moment last forever? That entire, it has like three different songs in the movie. It's got the one sung by, by Maurice, Belle's father. It has the one sung by Belle, and it has the one that's played at the um, credits. And all of these are absolutely beautiful songs. Mm -hmm. I love all the reprises. They just tie the movie together. And then these additional songs, they make it into a musical production, while as I think the original Beauty and the Beast was just a movie with songs in it. Okay. Okay. Good choice. Brenda, what do you yeah. think? I'm with Sophie. Live action. Okay. So. And I'm impressed with how they were able to do whatever they do with computerization to make oh, yeah. his face like yep. and his feet and I don't know how they do that, but it it was it was very very well done and I love the music in that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, but I think I'm still going with animated. All right. There you go. And it's so close. I mean, I know exactly what you're saying with all the... And and, and they did. You know, it, it's... It, it's a testament to the... To the Capabilities of the people that are making These films for sure to just How well they can take A movie and Rework it And how good it can come Out yeah you know But I think I'm Gonna stick with the animated one All right So there you go and I don't really have any reason It's like a you know Tomorrow when I wake up it might Be the live action is where it's at <laughs> But I'm going to stick yeah. with animated. So there you go There you go Alright so Brenda Dumbo, Dumbo. 2019 Jinx. Dumbo Or 1941 Dumbo Animated Dumbo Animated okay. I mean I grew up with that That's a yeah. I mean, That's where it's I at say? Yeah yeah, I have a feel. Have you seen the live action Dumbo? I have. Well, I know you have. I'm asking Miss Brenda. Yes. Okay, so you have seen it. All right. Um. What about you, Sophie? I agree. It's got to be the animated for me. Just because. Tim Burton, he really left his mark on the live-action Dumbo. And while I appreciate his work, I I don't think of Dumbo as a Tim Burton film. And I think there was just something about it that was off. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, Tim Burton did do the live-action. And as a Tim Burton um movie it's a well done tim burton movie but that doesn't mean it to me that it's better than the animated i think the animated 
is where it's at also. And I, and you know, it's kind of a dark subject matter when you think about that movie is not all, you know, lollipops and roses. Um, so it's kind of a hard movie anyway. And to make, I liked the live action. I'm glad I saw it, but I think I'll pick the animated over it. So. Yeah. But anyway. All right. um, So that takes us. It's my turn to go first, right? Yay. Yep. Okay. So we are talking about Aladdin. Oh, boy. Oh, no. 2019 (laughs) Aladdin versus the 1992 animated version. Holy cow. I think Aladdin. And and I don't know for certain. I might change my mind as we get down into the other ones. But I think that the Aladdin remake might be the best of the remakes. In my opinion. Um, but it's got... It's like... This is like a celebrity death match. You've got... You've got... You've, in essence, got Will Smith versus... Versus Robin Williams And each of them And the way they they twisted the story some Was so well done In the in the live action Yeah It was so cool how they did it Yeah You know And in the animated You got Robin Williams And you can't beat Robin Williams as No you can't You can't even come close But it was so both of them are so close as far as how well they're done. Um you know, I I'm just glad I can see them both, but I might I think I'm going to say live action just because of the way they twisted it and the way the story developed and the way it was told to me, I think live action is yeah. as crazy as that is. So, I don't think it's crazy at all, Daddy. Okay. I have to see. I really like the live action as well. Okay. And again, it's about what it adds to the story because it is extremely hard to compare Aladdin. Between live action and the animated one, mm-hmm. and Almost that's like where two I think totally separate movies. Yeah, yeah that's where I yeah. think people get messed up, and that's why they bash on the live action version of it. Is because these are two separate movies, and Will Smith and Robin Williams they ought not to be compared to each other either, because. The way that Will Smith, the reason he made such a great genie is because he knew you cannot replace Robin Williams as the genie. It's just not possible. There's no way to replace Robin Williams. And so he never tried to do that. Yeah. What he did was he went and he made the genie into his own genie. And There's something charming about it. 
But most of all, I really love the visuals in the movie. I don't care what you say. That set was amazing. The costuming was amazing. The effects were amazing. And anyone who dare calls that dares to call that movie ugly is obviously needing to go get their eyes checked because my eyes are fine. I totally <laughs> don't need a bigger prescription. There she goes. There she goes. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Aunt Brenda? Well, actually, the <laughs> this was the one that for me, I could not choose. I mean, I, let, I just couldn't. It, it's just hard. I mean, they're totally different. I, I like them both. Yeah. I think I like them both equally, except <laughs> that except that ever since the live action one came out, I see Morocco and Epcot differently. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, it's like you're in it. I and that's the only that. difference I can, I mean, I just could not choose between the two movies. So I'm just going to inch over to live action for that extra tidbit of, Reasoning. Disney. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I we totally get it. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I like it so much too, is because all these live action places, they depending on the setting, they they give me visuals for places that I want to go and explore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I wanna go explore the streets of Agrabah. I wanna go explore the beast's castle. I want to yeah. go explore the enchanted forest where Maleficent and the fairies live. Give it all to me, please. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I hear you. So is all it right. my turn to go first? So moving on. Yes, we are looking at The Lion King. The 2019 versus the 1994 animated version. This is going to be controversial. You're going I, you're going live action? I know that a bunch of people are going to be like, Sophie, when did your standards fall? <laughs> Specifically, I'm talking about Jagan because Jagan hates the live action version of The Lion King. But I love it. Well, not love it. I like it. There are parts about it that are not my favorite. Okay. I don't like the way they kind of bashed on Be Prepared. That was Scar's villain song, and it was so much better in the animated version. That I will attest to. So, for Sophie, it's live action. Yeah. Okay. And the reason behind this... Mm-hmm. It's again about the set. I love the way they portrayed the Savannah because honestly, it's a place I want to go explore. But also, at the time of seeing it, I remembered that me, you, and Mommy, we were all like, all these live action remakes, they're not really remakes because they all changed something about the original story. So when we saw the Lion King 2019 live action version, we were like, 
This is exactly like the original one. How could this get any better? They didn't try to change anything about it and it's great. Actually, shoot, I just realized something. I'm saying that the live action is my favorite, but all You're I'm doing- You're changing your mind, aren't you? Yeah, all I'm doing is comparing it to how similar it is to the animated version. So you, you flipping the script here? <laughs> yeah, I realized that my entire argument just basically pointed in the other direction. So why? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know what? I know that Jagan will be so thrilled that you've come around. Yay. <laughs> oh, no. I think the only reason I chose live action was to spite her. And I'm still going to do that. Okay. Well, so sorry, Jagan. I love the animated, yes, but the live action is not all the horribleness you give credit for. Well, there you go. All right. Segwaying over to Brenda. What do you think? I did not see the live action Lion King. I'm going with the animated version. Well, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. You can find it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I do know well, I can. I haven't. I haven't. I will maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. Jagan's entire problem with the live action version is that they did not make the um, lion's mouths completely match the um, voice line. So that's kind of like Bob. Oh, that would drive well, me insane. But then again, how is the lion supposed to say Zazu? Yeah, well. And, well, they're not actually the supposed to say Zazu. <laughs> they're not supposed to say anything. Exactly. Lions so it's don't not talk, like they roar. <laughs> they move their jaw with, they move their jaw in a way that makes sense for the line. So it's not like, uh, it's not like daddy say something. The lion is not supposed to say Zazu. The lion is supposed to eat Zazu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you saw my jaw moving when he said that, you would see that I was just going like... It was like a bad... That's not... A bad, um, yeah, it's not like that. Where, where the dubbing is so bad that they speak, and then half a second later, the voice starts going. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, it's not like that. Disney is far above that pay grade. Yeah, I am going to close it out, and we're all in agreement that it is the animated version. Yeah. And I mean, the opening song, the opening shot with the sun rising, and Rafiki, hello, Rafiki. I mean, in the animated, I, I just, it's where it's at. And I do appreciate the Lion King is a bit um, too CGI'd to make it live action for me. So That's true. You're not going to get real animals to act out the entire movie of The Lion King. Yeah. I do appreciate that they brought back James Earl Jones to voice Mufasa in both movies. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, animated Lion King is where it's at. Yeah. All right. Moving along, we're almost to the end. We I have four more. Four more. Wow. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil versus Sleeping Beauty. And 
Brenda, you go first. I'm going to go with Sleeping Beauty on this one. I like the original Maleficent a lot. Like, a lot, lot. Yeah. I like the Sleeping Beauty animated better than Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe it's just a place you get into where you're like, just darkness, just too much darkness. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was timing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I agree. Um, well, I just gave my answer, didn't I? But, Sophie, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't think Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, can be compared to Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, but we are. Yeah, so if I had to say, I'm going with Sleeping Beauty as well, and this is why. It has nothing to do with Sleeping Beauty, but Maleficent Mistress of Evil was a sequel that did not need to be made, I think. Yeah. For one, Aurora gets married to Prince Philip at the end of Sleeping Beauty. Why is it that we start out Maleficent Mistress of Evil with Aurora basically coming to tell her godmother Maleficent, hey, I'm getting married, and Maleficent's like, no, you're not. What character development is that? I don't think... Why would Maleficent be like that? I don't... She comes across as clingy at that point, well, and it no, it makes no sense for her. But and on top she's of that, evil. Yeah, she's evil and controlling. But yeah. she comes. She does not come across as evil. She comes across as clingy. That's what I'm saying. And well, also, for the second half of the movie, where we're introduced to all these other people who are exactly like Maleficent. Why? Maleficent is supposed to be one of a kind all on her own. So now you have all these other people just like her and it takes away from her. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. So no, I don't, I did not like Maleficent Mistress of Evil. I also did not like the entire reason for the antagonist. Her literal only motive was that she hated fairies. And like, yes, hate that which is different from you. That's the entire reason for her evil, but it didn't need to be said. That theme was already in the original Maleficent. It didn't need to be it didn't need to be expanded upon. So I'm going with Sleeping Beauty. I think Maleficent Mistress of Evil was made because too many people said, hey, Disney, why did you change Maleficent from this evil character in the animated to this, you know, you made her into this hard luck person in the original, you know? And and I think people were like, that's not who she is from the movie. And so I think that's why they made this one. But I, I agree. I, I don't think it even came close. And I really liked Yeah. Sleeping Beauty much better than Maleficent Mistress of Evil. So if okay. that if that was what they were trying to do with Maleficent Mistress of Evil, they did it very poorly. Yeah. 
So, moving on to... Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. The 2019, which appeared on Disney Plus, versus the 1955 animated version. And just for anyone out there, I watched it on Disney Plus the other night, and it was cute. And I'm glad I watched it. But it doesn't hold a candle to the original. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. But I liked I liked parts of it. And interestingly, the um, Disney Plus version of Lady and the Tramp was filmed in Savannah, Georgia. Which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone knew that Savannah, Georgia existed in 1955 when they made the original. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, shot there now, though. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. Um, one of the one of the neat things I did like out of the live action um, when it first opens up, you see the map and you see the the some of the pictures of the town, and and it. And you, it's like you're zooming into the town through the map, um, and or the the drawings, and so it's like it's a drawing that becomes the actual town that you enter into. So that was kind of a cool transition how they did that. But but um, and it was a good movie, but it doesn't doesn't hold it for me. So animated for me all the way on that one. Yeah. All right. I am animated all the way on that one. I love the animated version of Lady and the Tramp. Always have loved it. I did not see the live action. Mm. And it was about an hour and a half or so. So I'm glad I saw it. Um, And I'm glad that it's on Disney Plus that you can see a lot of these. Yeah, and I will watch that one, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sophie? This one was a little bit difficult for me, but I'm also going to go with the animated. And the reason... I just really loved the visuals of the animated version. It's very similar between the two movies, the plotline. I do appreciate in the live action there were many different details that I noticed that I really really liked for example um aunt sarah she's one of the antagonists in both movies in lady and the tramp she never really got her comeuppance but it was very satisfying in the live action one to see her get called out for the way she treated lady and what exactly happened i really enjoyed seeing her get called out Justice. 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 <laughs> Ooh, that yeah. was great. I also like, and this is present in both of the movies, the way that lady was gifted to um Darling, who is the mom of the family. That scene was inspired by Walt real life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walt gave his wife Lillian, he gave her a puppy and it was in a hot a hat box. And at first she was like, Walt, I don't need another hat. And then she opens the um box and it's like, Oh, a 
so puffy. And yeah. it's exactly the same way in the movies. Darla's yeah. like, Jim, dear, thank you, but I didn't need another hat. And he's like, oh, it's not a hat. You will love me forever for this one. It's not a hat. And then she opens it and finds this cute little baby cocker spaniel in there. And it's hmm, heartwarming. <laughs> it yes. was cute. It yes. was cute. It was good. They, they was did that very well. Yeah, yeah. you're Great right, movie. Sophie. Great movie. All right. So, Sophie, we're looking at Mulan. 2020 Mulan versus the animated version from 1998. I will admit, I said that I was going to watch Mulan, and I never did. Really? Yeah. So I have to go with the animated version, and I have a feeling that I would probably have gone with the animated version anyway, just because, again, the visuals, the songs, I like a lot of things about that version, and this is also... Jagan sort of leaving an imprint on me again. Jagan is very opinionated about the Mulan live-action movie. And she intentionally refused to watch it because of where it was filmed. Because there were a lot of political things going on there. And I'm not going to get deep into those, but she was just so opinionated about it that it kind of was a buzzkill for me. Ah. Well, that's fine. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Brenda? I saw both the animated and the live action of Mulan. I like the action in Mulan. I like, um, you know, there were, I mean, the acrobatic. I, 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 <laughs> I cannot see how these people do these stunts and stuff. And it was awesome. But I missed the music. And I prefer the animated version. Okay. So that's two for animated. And you know what? I truly don't remember the <laughs> seeing the animated all the way through. <laughs> um, I've seen bits of it. Obviously, if you ever did the um, character experience... When it was at Hollywood yeah. Studios, and you had Mushu, Mushu, he was so cute, and he would, and he would, you know, they would be like talking with him on the, before he started drawing. Um, so I, I know that. a bit about him, um, but I don't think I ever saw it, and so I need to go look it up and watch it on Disney Plus, perhaps. But I'm gonna go with the live action because I did like the live action a lot. I thought it was really well done. So, right. I, I'm just going to go with live action. Okay. So there we go. There you go. All right. And that takes us to our last one. Cruella versus 101 Dalmatians. And Brenda, you get oh. the honors. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going with the animated version just just because of the darkness in the live action. I just I'm 
I'm kind of so over that kind of stuff. I'll just will enjoy the the, the innocence, animated version, right? <laughs> you know, I love Emma Stone. I mean, that girl yeah. is the best actress. I swear, I love her so much. But I just, I just don't like the darkness all the time like that. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you on that. She did a great job. What about you, Soph? I'm sorry, Aunt Brenda, but for all the reasons you said you love the animated, I am going with the live action. I love how dark it is. These two movies honestly can't be compared to each other, really, because they don't even occur in the same universe. And I've noticed this. This is not really a live-action remake. It's not even a prequel because Cruella of 2021 is set in the 1970s and 101 Dalmatians is set in the late 50s. They are not comparable to each other. And so for that I, reason... I like it, 1950s. <laughs> I like that much better. <laughs> uh, yeah. I personally love Cruella. I love the movie. The glamour of it. Oh, there's one word I want to describe it as, but Daddy would be a little bit upset at me for using this word. Remember, it's a clean broadcast. Yes, I know, so I can't use it. Let's just say bad, and then... Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, it is... Emma Stone is a boss. There you go. That's the way I'll put it. Emma okay. Stone is a boss. Cruella is a boss. The Baroness is a boss. Girl boss. Okay. Well, I'm actually going to agree with you, Sophie. I like the live action. But I also like the animated. Um, because I like in the animated, it's almost like you can you see the progression of how they got from London down to the countryside and how they escaped. And it's almost like you could picture it on a map of, they went from this spot to this spot, to this spot, to that spot, to that spot, to this one, and then got home. And, and that in the animated version was to me really stood out. Um, But I liked the live action and I like how, I guess I like how they, how they showed how Cruella became Cruella. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So it's, it was a toss up, but. Oh yeah. Um, there are, there are a lot of these movies. We liked a lot of different reasons for them. And, and I'm glad that we did this, but, um, everyone listening, tell us what you thought of the list that we have. I'll post it in the group and you tell us your, choices and i and i'll give the feedback uh next time we're on air and um but that wraps up our feature topic and it is now time for this day in disney history for january 31st sophie take it away all right well i have one bit of disney history and this is all the way back in the ancient time of 1978 not so ancient you know, that's the year your Nana and Poppy moved to Florida. 
Oh, wow. They're so young. I think that was just yesterday, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, could have been. Feels like it to me. Jeez, was I born last night or something? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, ignore the fact that my 21st birthday is coming up soon. Anyway. We will. <laughs> okay, anyway. Give us in the 1978, <laughs> January 31, the Disney animators, who are two... Of what Walt and I and old men, I'll let you guess who they are in three, two, one, never mind. Ollie Johnston and Frank Thomas, they retire together. They will both go on to author several books, give lectures, and consult on many film projects. Yay for them. Yes, yes. what a team. What Happy a team. retirement too. We're going to miss you, but... But Talk Sophie about a job has, well done. has their book. I do, but it's not around me right now. Otherwise, I would show it. Okay. Picking it up a little bit. I am going to stump the soap. You think oh, so? Oh, yeah? sure, sure. <laughs> Let's see here. This is a thrill for me. <laughs> um... I'm always well, amazed by Sophie. Yeah, I am too. Hmm. This is a hard one to pick clues because there's not a whole lot on this character. This character is the biggest fan of our star. Syndrome. Nope. Um, fan of our star. He has memorized every episode memorized every episode of the show and an opportunity arises for him to help his hero and he jumps at the opportunity Memorizes every episode of a show. Oh, gosh. Think of a movie that... I'm trying to. That was about... A show that they made. And there was a hero. My issue is that all the people I'm thinking of are not Disney. And most of them aren't even animated. Shoot. So... I'm going to give you the name of one more character to see if it triggers who this other character is. Because this character helped out Mittens. It's a, it's a hamster from Bolt. I don't know his name. (laughs) 
It's right. It's the hamster from Bolt and his name, and he's in the ball. Remember? Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about Bolt. And he is named Rhino. Wow. Okay, I'm giving you that one. You stumped me on that one. Wow. Yay, me. I stumped the soap. Wow. <laughs> it says that better little, last you a while. <laughs> yeah. This little hamster is Bolt's biggest fan. He has seen and memorized every episode of Bolt's show. So when the opportunity arises to help his hero, Rhino jumps at it. Rhino may not be the brightest creature and tends to be a bit naive about the world, but he is eager to help and incredibly loyal. In fact, he helps both Bolt and Mittens out of several scrapes. So that's our who's who character. Rhino from the movie Bolt. Wow. Better hold on to that one, Mike. I will. I will admit, I completely forgot about Bolt as a movie. Yeah. And I didn't choose Bolt because we talked about him in our first year. But you still got the hamster. You still knew it was the hamster. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I was stumped. Very good, Mike. Gotta give credit where credit is due. All right. So, Brenda, it's time for a little bit of walk. Yeah, and it's a little short quote this time. I take great pride in the artistic development of cartoons. Our characters are made to go through emotions. Mm-hmm. Yep, they sure are. Yep. We saw that in all these different That's movies. Right. That's we just why I chose about. it. It's because of the top <laughs> of the oh, yeah. 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 That's right. So, everyone, next week. Brenda and I will be traveling to our Pixie Conference. Yes. And so we are not going to be able to record. So I have put together the best of On the Road with Mickey. And I think you're going to love it. It's going to be little clips from various episodes. And I think it's really going to be awesome. So that's what we're going to have for episode 108. Mm. And then... Brenda and I wanted to talk about what's coming up in the future for On the Road with Mickey. And one of the things that we wanted to share is that June 17th through the 23rd, we are going to be at Walt Disney World with Sophie and her Mima. And mommy to celebrate Sophie's 21st birthday. Yay! Oh my gosh. Brenda has a reservation. We have a reservation. Yep. We got a party, party for Sophie. We're gonna party for Sophie's and for Sophie's birthday. Yay! Grogu's gonna be there. Her Mima's gonna be there. We might even show up here. We might. It's up to Sophie. It's her birthday celebration. Woo-hoo! Oh my yeah. gosh. Daddy. So we are going to we're going to celebrate, you know. Right. We're going to 
We're going to enjoy the parks. We're going to be staying at the Yacht Club. Yep. <gasps> we will be right on the boardwalk. Yep. And we were going to tell you a little bit later, but Sophie kept bringing it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> okay, fine. One of, the topics, one of the topics we were going to talk about was, and we're still going to talk about it, was um what was it brenda about the boardwalk boardwalk resorts benefits of staying at the yeah. boardwalk mm-hmm. oh my and that's what we're gonna tell you but now we let it out early yep cats out of the bag what oh my gosh heck? i love you guys so what look for on the road with mickey on location you know and we're gonna we're gonna try and have some meetups we're gonna see what we can do we're gonna all ride the tta i think that is an awesome idea and we're just gonna have a ton of fun and we're gonna celebrate my little girl that's right (laughs) so big two one so that's the plan so in the near future we'll have more episodes on about what we're going to be doing and some of the planning things that sophie's going to want to do and we're going to talk about those on future episodes all right so just remember next week we got the best of on the road with mickey the week after we're going to talk about our our adventures at universal orlando brenda and i and sophie's going to kind of interview us yeah. And then after that, we'll get into more planning stuff and and just start keeping the ball rolling. So, so Brenda, Sophie, Grogu, and I hope you have a great day and a great week. And we will see you, see you on, on the road. road. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. <laughs>